Welcome to You're Making It Worse. I'm Elliot Glazer. I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. We're here. We're queer. Uh. Meh. Textual healing. This was an uplifting piece of news recently. Um, Gonna lift us up where we belong. (laughs) 200 students at a Catholic high school in L.A. called Bishop Amat Memorial High School walked out of class in solidarity with a lesbian student after the school threatened to out her to her parents if she didn't adhere to their arbitrary rules. So her name is Magali Rodriguez. Ro- mm-hmm. Sorry. Her name is Magali Rodriguez. And she was forced to sit through, according to um, BuzzFeed News, <laughs> which is funny <laughs> to say. Which you say as you roll your eyes, but still. <laughs> yeah. It's reputable. What are you it talking is, it about? Is, it it's is. fine. It's fine. So she was forced to sit through disciplinary meetings and see the school psychologist all while the faculty watched her every move, <sighs> and they barred her from sitting with her girlfriend at lunch because they said public displays displays of affection between the two were you know, dangerous. Yeah. It's wild. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just a crazy thing to think that would happen in a big city. Well, big city. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't I mean religious schools in general, I don't care if it's Catholic, Jewish, Mormon, anything. Like shit goes on in those places that don't have to stand up to public school standards and the faculty are able to do some really fucking weird, mean, bullyish shit to kids. Yeah. yeah. And it's like it's disgusting, but because they go to this school, it's allowed. It's crazy. I mean, they like it, I mean it sounds horrible. The the, the, the faculty was watching her, the administrators yeah. were talking to her. They were basically threatening her. I mean all of this because Isn't she was it gay. So strange when you because you know that we had Dave Holmes on a, on our podcast uh, a couple weeks ago and he talked about a great experience in in, in Catholic school. Yeah, twenty five years ago or whatever. Um, but it's just so interesting that regardless of one's religious geopolitical beliefs that you would invest your time and energy in the sexuality correct or the even the intimacy of, of a kid a, of a kid well, it's just so I, weird I, mean, so weird I don't to know me. Uh, to me openly I, so they're doing it openly yes. to me i look at it like they have no control over so many things that this is the one thing that they can gleam control faculty, over. Faculty, yeah. That, that the faculty then can be like, well, we can't control what these kids are doing by getting pregnant or any of these things, but yeah. we can make a case against this one girl and use it as an example to fuck with everybody else. Which is... Which is, a, a, I mean, no offense to Catholics out there, but it's such a fucking Catholic thing. But to Brent's <laughs> point, it's like, it, it, to me... <clears throat> son of a bitch. Sorry. To I your speak point, the truth. It's it it it's it's actually creepy. Yeah, very creepy. I know that. And, and, and think about the number of adults. Sorry, think about the number of adults that have to be right to, that use, have a, to... to use a, a hot term complicit. Yeah, in a scheme like this, where an adult has to say have another conversation with an adult, where we're going to we're going to sit down with a thirteen-year-old girl, yes. whatever, fourteen, and we're going to talk to her about her vagina. I mean, whatever right. they whatever <laughs> right. they talked about. And and we're gonna make sure that she doesn't sit with her girlfriend. At so lunch. let's let's get all of our all the forty yeah. year olds that work in this building to to be to go to the cafeteria, 
and make sure that they don't sit next to each other. It's just so surreal. I mean, it sounds I mean, like paranoia. It sounds like you, you would sound like it, it would feel like paranoia. And yeah. as a kid, as a teenager, you're already apt to be like crazy and hormonal as it is. Well, yeah. So to imagine that this is happening to you when it really is is even scarier. I remember as a kid in Mormon when I was a real little kid, like mm. probably six, seven, eight, in Mormon school, um, I I was effeminate. I was a gay, really queenie gay, uh, shocker, queenie gay kid. And I remember being pulled out of class one <clears throat> week because we go, Mormons go um, before school and then sometimes they even go after school and then on Sundays as well. So there's a lot of school activity happening in, in an after school, public school activity happening. Yeah. And I remember being pulled out of class and I have, my lips are just naturally very, Pink. I mean, moist, they're, they're, they're moist and supple. Very moist and supple, yes. But they're also dark. They're, I have dark lips, and my my nail beds. Um, you can't see them now, but they're you know they're pink. I'm I'm a I'm a pinkish person. I'm a white person. Okay. And no, but they <laughs> used it against me because they said I was putting on makeup and nail polish. And oh, I get wow. now as an adult. Huh? I get now as an adult, even though I clearly and I remember being shocked, being like, my I know what painted nails look like. These do not look like painted nails. I'm not. How wearing, old were you? I was like six, seven, eight. I don't. I was a young kid, and I remember trying to convince, like, "Look, I'm not wearing lipstick," and they wouldn't do it. And I get now as an adult, it was this fucking—no offense to Mormons, but I can do it because I was—I was one. Sure. These fucking Mormon pieces of shit trying to play mind games with a gay child to fuck with him so he doesn't turn out gay, so he doesn't get, so he's shamed enough into not wearing lipstick. Which, thank you, Sadie Pines, she's wearing plenty <laughs> of lipstick say, these well, days. Look at your nails now. Look at me now. <laughs> but. It was their way of fucking with a kid really to horrifying. to 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 really warp his brain into thinking one way. And it clearly didn't work, but I'm wonder I'm left wondering like how many kids that happened to that it did work. It's why again, like I know not to repeat myself, but the idea of adult humans insidiously choosing to bully a yeah. an effeminate Child, a kid, a sweet seven year old. I wasn't sweet, but yes, but it doesn't matter. A, a, a little kid for something yeah. that doesn't even exist, it doesn't exist. And they made it up that is evil, that's to, actually evil. They made it up to make me feel, and I didn't feel bad about it. I remember not feeling bad, I remember feeling genuinely confused because I'm a literal person, you know, and yeah. even as a kid. If someone was pointing and trying to convince me of something and it wasn't there, I'm like fighting to be like, why don't you see that it's yeah, not there? That's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like you don't know the difference between uh, – um, you don't really know the difference between reality yet and no. fiction. And but I know I'm not wearing nail polish. Kids still believe in unicorns. Right. Santa Claus, Tooth Fairy. They're, they're, they're filling you with – that's so toxic yeah, and but that, offensive. That, that when I read this, that's what I remembered from my childhood. And there were little moments like that too. But it happens in religious school settings where you find a vulnerable kid or a kid that you can pinpoint and you can use as an example to manipulate them into – Whatever kind of yeah. mind game that they think their religion is making them do. Uh, can you imagine a scenario in which it is acceptable to try to manipulate another person's seven-year-old? And I just now I was trying to think of like that's, that's evil. You're describing I'm I'm evil. I'm trying to twist the. I'm trying to twist it where like is there a scenario in which I would feel comfortable right. manipulating a seven-year-old? The only example I have is. 
and this is like it's in another country is when I was in I was in Palestine touring different parts of Palestine when I went to Israel to shoot the film and I was talking with this one person who's an educator and he runs an organization that intentionally tries to de-radicalize um, potential uh-huh. like future either sure. terrorists or people who do you know get into the wrong parts of community they try to get them very young so that they don't become radicalized right, right. and that's literally but that's like extreme communities of war that yeah. have to do that yeah i wasn't at war this girl's not at war right she's that's just trying to, to you know embrace her her lesbo side well the yeah. good news is that yeah well, for, i think the same thing right they sort of first her hand and so she wrote a letter to her parents explaining what she'd endured and her father said it sounded like a suicide letter and it was a huge cry for help so she ended up of course transferring to a different school but 200 students um, rallied in her honor with chants, prayers, and song, and fi- and her friends called to FaceTime her um, to show her what she had done and, and caused. So they had a lot of, like, cat faces in that protest then? <laughs> what do you mean? Wait. You know, fa- uh, oh, no, FaceTime sorry. FaceTime doesn't face. work. I'm thinking yeah. Snapchat. Oh, oh, oh. I just hope she held Land, the camera high. That <laughs> no, Land, that's a funny. That's, that's funny. funny. I hope she held the camera high because I was FaceTiming these past three weeks while I was traveling with Michael, and I realized that we have a habit of holding the camera down below. Yeah. So all the faces are like this. You know, Never with the looked double good chin. once. You got to yeah. FaceTime the way Blanche says to look at on yourself in a mirror on the Golden Girls. On your back. On your back. Yeah. <laughs> I look so good. Anyway, good for Magali Rodriguez and Magali. the students at that school. Yeah, and good for for like doing, yeah, standing up for yourself. And, yeah. Like, we like, love you, Magali. Those <laughs> crazy bitches. Not even joking. Ify Wadi Hey, hey. Hey, dude. How's it going? Good, good. How Thanks for being here. You are yeah. a comedian. Yeah. You podcast. You wrestle. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And you wrestle. Based, you on actually, yeah. based on our early conversation, yeah. you also touched a dick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. No, definitely. Well, which yeah. we talk about first? Wrestling or you touching a dick? I'll let y'all choose. You know? <laughs> so we're going to start with the dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I, when was this? This had to be like um, sixth grade or so mm, and there was this guy and he was like he was like hey let's find out if we're gay and then he was <laughs> and then he was like we gotta touch the dicks t- with each together. other together yeah and, and see if it makes a spark yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that what you did yeah let's touch it that and, is adorable and then I, um yeah yeah i remember like the the next dick touching uh dick adjacent we didn't get to touching mm. i experienced was there's this guy andrew i'll never forget because he had a huge dick and i remember mm. it just made me just so nervous about my dick for <laughs> so long because yeah. he and I remember he was like oh I was hard uh, he was like you weren't hard alright so you have to get hard and then we'll like measure the dicks again he was like alright oh. and I remember what? we were like on the phone like discussing this as we were we were very oh you're not even together on the phone? you're on yeah, the phone yeah. yeah we're on the phone and he was like well I was like he was like well you know if uh, he was like if I touch it will it help and then i was like what and he just was like what and then you like never answer to it oh. but i was like ah, this guy needs to see my full dick because i can't have him thinking that you know he needs yeah. to know my dick size i know his right, dick size right. sure yeah. uh never happened uh andrew if you're out there <laughs> wait a minute slide in the DMs. how did you get to a how did you get to a phone call about yeah, this? Yeah, how did it Oh, well, start? because, like, we're friends, and then, like... In real camp, life. Like, in, in, yeah, friends? Yeah, this, we're, this was still at the same school, Our Lady of Victory, Compton, oh. California. Uh, and, yeah, this was a different kid, and he, it was weird talking about... Oh, I was doing, like, that... I Like, I was talking about 
having sex. I was real into talking about having a sex, sure. having sex when I was still a virgin. I was gonna say, and, had you had sex? Yet? No, yeah. no, I was really <laughs> into the doing case. it. There, yeah. uh, there was literally someone like this went on for too long. Like even in high school, there was literally someone who was telling me like, I love taking guys' virginities, and I still was like, yeah, nah, uh, too bad for me, and very too <laughs> bad for me because I stayed a virgin because my dumbass refused to like stop living this lie that I was having so much sex when oh, I that had is no so sex. So funny. funny. Yeah. This wow. wait, the who kept saying I'm taking guys' virginity. Oh, it was uh, it was Another, a friend. It's a third uh, guy. No, no, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Uh, no, it was a it was a friend. I don't. I won't say a her female. name. Yeah, because uh, she she might listen. Be respectful. Right. Be yeah. Respectful. Wow. Yeah. So well, she was like the 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 angel of virginity yeah, yeah, thief, yeah. thief <laughs> thievery. And you yeah, turned yeah. out straight. Who knew? Yeah. yeah. I do have to know how big was Andrew's penis. Yeah. I mean, like you know. It probably was I guess like you heard it described over the in, phone. Like measure it on your root beer. No, like, like in like if I was to relate like to scale when how it would look to me now, it was probably like a eight or nine inch. Wow, good oh, for him. Wow, that, yeah. what a blessing. Packing that at like sixth grade. That uh-huh. is so fucking funny, yeah. and also more experimentation that I ever had ever. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. I, That's I, why my experimentation stopped oh. in like sixth, seventh grade. That See now, now like five. If he leaned in, y'all gotta lean in. <laughs> yeah, gotta, yeah, right. Gotta lean in. Yeah, to Alan the dick had a doll's head in his butt. Yeah, I had a doll's head in my butt. <laughs> oh, I yeah. was wow. a Dennis yeah. Rodman doll. Yeah. You're also a part of a world that I don't understand. <laughs> But I'm completely fascinated by gaming. You're, oh, yeah, you're, yeah. I don't you're understand. I'm a Twitch streamer. sounds like a drug thing. You do oh, Twitch, right? Yeah, yeah, I do Twitch. Uh, Twitch is fun. I got into Twitch because wait, I, wait, wait, what is Twitch? Oh yeah, Twitch is a platform <laughs> where people where, where people stream themselves <laughs> playing video games, or that's what it started. You could in theory make money doing it. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do. A little, little pocket change doing it, but some people like the make ma- their one of the masked singers turned out to be a Twitch guy. Yeah, yeah. Really. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which guy? No clue. That would have been a hard guess. <laughs> and, the, and the judges yeah. didn't know either. Yeah, yeah, that's a real what They were like, niche. garbage show, by the <laughs> way. Was it anyway. Ninja? Yes, it was Ninja. Uh, yeah, that's the only one. Tyler Blevins, who he started off on Twitch, but now he's on Mixer, which is What's the Microsoft. Mixer? Mixer is another streaming gaming site, mm. but it's started by Microsoft and backed by them. So oh. people use this. Sorry, I sound like such a grandpa. No, no, it's all people good. People use Twitch to watch y- Hear you play video games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People like to watch me. They'll watch me. So I have like a front-facing cam and all that stuff. I can show but you. But his face uh, is tiny. Yeah. I, there's a super hot guy on Instagram who has a Twitch. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch. And you can barely see their face. And it's so weird because yeah. you're used to, after years of being on the internet, you're used to when you're seeing someone's face, you're like, oh, they'll get nude eventually. And yeah. they don't because yeah. it's all about the video <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. So I'm watching this you're used to that. gorgeous guy. <laughs> and but no, his I mean, brain. But I mean, you know, when you're when you're looking at someone's face on a, you know, a tiny video uh, <laughs> uh, of, of them on a cam, <laughs> right. uh, you're like, well, they'll get na- they'll like, get naked in a minute. Yeah. Right. And this guy happens really, really That's hot That's what I imagine with like gamers, you know the PGA gamers. I because I see that world sometimes, and friends of mine are in it, and I'm just like, I want there to be a sexual component, but you must also then be playing, no pun intended, with like straight gamers, just regular gamers. So when you come across a gamer. 
Are you ever? Do they play differently? No, they play the same. <laughs> do they? Because yeah. I would imagine if I was a gamer, I would yeah. probably put some show into it. Yeah. Like I would probably some choose sparkle. Uh, yeah, I'd put some sparkle. I'd probably react maybe a little bit differently. I'll be very game. honest with you. I I have a I got a Switch, a Nintendo Ooh. Switch. I have a Wii U and a Switch. Okay. And I play oh. Super Smash quite obsessively. Yeah. Switch, not but not oh, a Twitch. Really? Not a Twitch. All right, I got a headache. Twitch is Twitch is an app. Twitch is an app. <laughs> Twitch is an app. Switch a Switch thing. is the is the game is the console console yeah. yeah anyway so with super smash i'm like how i do ask myself like how gay how gay am i in my choices because like there's so many to choose from and often i go back to kirby i go back to yoshi <laughs> but i do i do tend to choose peach mm-hmm. i love playing as peach bayonetta okay are these Ooh. like effeminate i don't know Fem- who these yeah. are. Oh, sorry these are all like the the like strong female characters oh of yeah. course and okay. you can choose yeah. from do- yeah. dozens yeah. of characters. a drag queen on twitch <laughs> yes <laughs> i'm and i so i'm always wondering well, there's a whole drag community on twitch now and really like, yeah, oh, yeah. uh trixie our yeah. past guest mm-hmm. is a big one on that yeah, yeah. You know that it's yeah. like because i was at TwitchCon and then they were having oh my and it God. was a whole the drums i don't know if trixie brought it up but there was a whole drama with uh all the drag queens on the floor because they're at TwitchCon and TwitchCon had a rule <laughs> i i'm like Oh, no. insulted for them but like the security was like oh you can't come in there's like a rule of like no Hot clown thing. makeup and oh, i was like oh, i want to punch you in the throat because uh, this is very you you like every like come shit. like yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so so twitch had to be like yo what the fuck is the problem and like press security about can it can i ask what why would the, what is the what would be so bad about clown makeup? Uh, I, I think it was around the Joker. And so, and yeah. it's a it's a gaming convention with the Joker. They probably were like, let's let's keep these two things. Got separate. it. Uh, they, so wait, so Trixie's a, a Twitcher? Yeah. Uh, well, no, a gamer. She's a gamer. She yeah. she play and she'll yeah, sometimes. Actually, I, yes, I've seen Trixie. So Trixie just plays, and then like this yeah, is how I know about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, there's Trixie and like oh whole squad yeah like because they did like a panel it was really cool and i saw them uh wow. yeah so okay so it was very interesting because i only saw trixie through the clips that like go viral yeah, and course, online yeah. Yeah. and also through like trixie seems very comedy adjacent so yeah, she mm-hmm. is. so yeah, for sure. like i so i was like i i know it's that weird thing about twitchcon is like it's a whole bunch of people where it's like i know your face but yes. you don't yeah. know me yeah so me yeah. like approaching you with That's all my so energy might what be do people weird. want you to do like when when people like like you on twitch <laughs> is it kids uh, it, it, my, my audience is very different. Uh, so it's so, and that's what I like about Twitch is you kind of get to cultivate the audience you want. Yeah. Uh, especially like, you know, like gamers and stuff like that. And I always look at it as like the people in your community are the people who are comfortable being themselves around you. Mm-hmm. So like my community has, you know, trans folk, gay folk, women. I have like a lot of women in my community and like men. And I think a lot of male gaming communities have just a lot of dude bros and incel yeah, guys. Yeah. And it's like, if you got an <laughs> incel, if you got an incel, if you got a bunch of incels in your group, what are you saying What's to make them incel? feel comfortable? Uh, uh, in, in, uh, involuntary celibate. You don't know incel? No, I never they're, heard they're, like that. They're, they're very, they're, huh. they're young men, very angry that no one wants to fuck, fuck them. Yeah. Oh, well you it's... must be Googling that left and right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone's pointing to Brent, not Iffy. Um, 
That's funny. I know, it was funny. We, sh- we shouldn't have said anything and let the mystery be that. <laughs> <laughs> I, used to, I used to have a, a very good friend of mine. Uh, she was really into gaming. And for a while, she was single. And I remember she would always be like, why can't I find a boyfriend? I play video games all day. Why would you not want to fuck me? <laughs> I, that be, I mean, I would think that would actually be attractive. Of course, I think it would make some make someone stand up. Because I mean, it's I, guess attract- I would stereotype women as not being as into video games as men, right? Yeah, yeah. I, guess. I mean, it's funny because the like I remember there was like a stats that came out, and actually, like <laughs> women are a huge part of the gaming community. Like, I think it's something like they might have a like a smidge larger percentage. Mm, yeah, but. It's still marketed towards scandal. men. Wait, 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 sexual wait. assault scandal or something a couple of years ago where this one really popular gamer, a woman, I forget her name, she was being targeted by like male gamers and being assaulted online. Oh, Gamergate. Oh. So Is that what that yeah, was? Yeah. You're thinking of Gamergate and that was, uh, oh, why am I forgetting her name? Uh, yeah, I can't remember either, but I remember, it, yeah. it was a big deal. Yeah, it was a big deal and it just turned out to be anything. And unfortunately, that's like every, like I have a lot of... Uh, women friends who stream and like that's all there's like a weird thing because some people sometimes get like a weird girlfriend experience about it because if you think about it Mm -hmm. here the the thing that makes streaming more attractive than say youtube is because it's an interactive experience you go to youtube watch pewdiepie he's presenting his thing it's it ends there chat with yeah exactly twitch you're talking with me we're having fun you know yeah and if you're like me like i use it to stream like i stream the way i kind of made it is that I made it so that if I want to play video games, I stream. That way I don't feel guilty about playing video games when right. I should be writing or right. something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm creating content. Yeah. And so, but because of that, you know, it's your day-to-day. Sooner or later, you know, uh, you forget about the cameras and things start to get real. Like, uh, oh, but jokes wow. aside, is people just start to, you learn more about people's lives. You're talking about your day. You're going through that. And I think when you have men watching women doing that and you're getting like almost like a girlfriend experience. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're like donating money oh. and you're and you know and you know you're having that, and I think some people just take it a little too far sometimes, and it just mm-hmm. gets real awkward. And then straight out the gate, you have like just just off the rip harassment that yeah. they get versus like you know. Just like if you're a dude, it's like, oh, yeah, this is bro. I'm not going to, you know, yeah. call him a slut because <laughs> he's, he's right, cool. Right, yeah. right, right. Wow. So, so there's, oh, there's different the stuff. World. But one yeah. thing I like wow. about. Does anyone Twitch for Nintendo games? Can oh, you yeah. Watch? You can Twitch for any game. There's get, someone who's Twitching I Oregon Twitch. Oh, wow. Yeah, you can Twitch I would any do that. game. Wait, yeah. Can you Twitch and Oregon suck at gaming? Uh, yeah. It's just really, I, I yeah. say Twitch is uh, split up between two groups. There are people who are really good at games, and there are people who are really entertaining. And you just choose the lane. And so, what games do you play? That are you po- uh, most popular on your channel? Right now, I've been playing a lot of uh, Apex Legends, which is a battle royale type game, uh-huh. and Destiny Two, which is more like a space RPG game. But like I was playing Life is Strange the other day, which was kind of like a uh, uh, Life is Strange is kind of a more like story based game mm. where it's you're choosing your choices. It's like a choose your own adventure. Almost mm. like a visual novel. There's still some more of a minesweeper kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. I went There's, to a I went to a um like a video game, like a USC based like video game lab. Thing. Heroes of the Storm? Wait, 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 wait. Excuse me? I <laughs> went to this? 
<laughs> was it on it was, a strange date? It was, <laughs> it was open. What what he means is he got fucked in an alley behind it and then yes. he wandered in because yes. he was so. He's like, where am I? So yeah, delirious. He's like, where am I? He's looking he's for a bathroom. screens everywhere. People are twitching. He thought it was yeah. a personal thing. Right, right. People were making fun of him. Right. <laughs> no, this was totally open to the public and it was like students creating homemade video games. Oh, you yeah. Got to play like them. a game Whoa. jam. Yeah, it was so cool. And it yeah. was like, there were these games that were, yeah, visual. What'd you call it? A visual? Like visual novel? Yeah, they were like touching and emotional mm-hmm. and beautiful and artistic. And I was like, God damn, there's a whole world that I don't know. Yeah. It's like play three games. Well, then also on top of that, like Twitch is no longer just limited to games. You can have cooking streams. You can oh, have creative I streams. Can do all of that. You can have IRL streams where you just kind of walk around with the pack. So like Twitch Could is trying you? to expand That's beyond that. Huh. Like on Twitch, I was hosting a sneaker show called Fresh Stock. So we were talking about sneakers every week. And then we did an IRL stream walking around Complex Con. And so like mm. Twitch is kind of growing to just be this overall interactive platform. platform yeah sure and they're getting ready to launch like watch parties which i'm going to be interested in cool. because twitch was bought by amazon yeah um ah. mm. and so now they're going to try to pilot this idea where like i can be watching an amazon prime video and if you have amazon prime you can watch it with me on my channel and you can just kind of mst 3k it I just oh, want to see yeah. Yeah. what I does that, that mean yeah. mystery yeah. science theater, theater. <laughs> oh okay i just wonder why like Maybe it's generational, but I would wonder why people want to watch other people play video games instead of playing it themselves. It's the reaction so, thing. So there's three different reasons I've found that people d- did it. I got answers from them. Yeah, wow. Yeah. 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 It's my forte. I'm the Twitch guy. Uh, one is people want to see if they want to buy it. So lots of oh. times, instead of you can watch this game review where now people, you, you know, just it's not even just video games. I think across the board nowadays, people feel some type of way about reviews. Yeah. They don't know if they're being yeah. nice or all this. But yeah. you can watch for yourself my reaction and how I feel about it and see with your own eyes. Because I might be like, this sucks. And you might be watching. Oh, actually, that's kind of tight. Yeah. So there's that reason. Mm-hmm. The second reason is some people can't afford to get the games. They're, the, you know, like if I am playing Death Stranding, that new Kojima a game that's only on PS4 and you have an Xbox and you can't afford to get a PS4 or you can't afford to get the game now or you have no interest in buying the game but the story interests you or you suck at video games and you want to watch the story play out that's me uh yeah yeah. so that's so a lot of people do it that way I you know I didn't sorry I had an older brother I always say that I had an older brother so my role as a as a kid playing video games was supporting him. Yeah. <laughs> I would play a little bit, that's yeah. cute. but he would play, I would watch, and I would cheer him on. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's and I so always say cute. that if, if you were kind of raised that way, I st- my default is always to watch the games. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you oh, off. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, that's perfect. And the third thing is, like I said, that uh, angle of folks of who are really good at the game, you're watching to get better. Mm. So, like, if it's a competitive game and you're trying to find, like, extra tips or strategies, you, you'll watch someone who's I better. am so dumb with games that... When I was a child, I was given for my birthday an Atari, like an original Atari. Yeah. And I made a deal with my brother that for his birthday, which is a month later, if he asked for a gift certificate to a bookstore, Ugh. I'll give him my Atari. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's how bad. Wow. I don't really feel, funny. I, I just didn't understand the point of. I, I was like, well, Atari you know, was also a little boring. Yeah, that is. I, true. Ha- I don't know how to answer <laughs> that. Now, before you go, I do want to ask you one thing because you're doing something that um, the queer dudes on Instagram 
love doing, but not all the straight dudes love doing. And we talk about this pretty often. Yeah, in you, you you have started to get swole, if you will. <laughs> you, you're 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 becoming you're embracing the thoughtiness oh, yeah. of your 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 insta truth. Um, <laughs> like what? Why are you doing that? It's hot. We yeah. like it. Keep doing it. Take your pants off. But like, why? Well, when I I like so like oh at this point it has to be like a little close to almost ten years ago I got like really into fitness for the first time started doing the strong lifts started doing the EC stack which the EC stack oh, was brother, this, what are you oh yeah get ready know, for I don't know these if words if you if you if it it's it it's ephedrine and caffeine so ephedrine which was out oh, long no. because people were abusing oh, wow. it no. you would do ephedrine and caffeine so because ephedrine would curb your appetite and like uh keep and the caffeine would keep your body heat up so you're what? burning fat it's it was it's you're oh. basically it's a homebrew those popular diet pills that Got Fen banned. Fen. What's it yeah. called? EC stack. EC stack. Brent's writing it down. Uh, writing it down. Yeah. And so I was doing <laughs> that because down. and because you had to do it because of course if if I don't know if y'all have ever been to bodybuilder forums before. No. Well, it was a lot of those websites. Oh my yeah. god, it's the For funniest porn. place For because it is like truly the most meathead attitudes, yeah. but like they are so determined and they they do not. Give a fuck, like because I remember um, that I follow like <laughs> lifting meme accounts, and they keep referring to gear, and I was like, I know gear is probably steroids, but let me make sure I'm not an yeah, idiot. Oh, right, and right. so I looked up oh. gear, and there's so many like, uh, like bodybuilding, like from I I don't know where they're at now because these are like from 2005 and stuff, but it's like is is are steroids worth it? Are steroids? And then you have one half yeah. of people because they're the big bodybuilding debate is natty versus like yeah, doing roids, and you have the natural people being like, no, it's not worth it. And then you have steroids people like, I don't give a fuck. Like yeah, my body's right. an experiment, and that's what they think of. So anyway. We they found out that bronchade, a bronchitis medicine, has ephedrine in it. Because remember, ephedrine <laughs> got banned for uh, ephedrine got banned for, for right, from diet right, pills right. because bronchade. people were abusing it. Yeah. So they you would take bronchade and then a caffeine. And pill. you did this. And yeah, and I did the cycle. Got pretty shredded mm -hmm. and felt good about. It. But like at the time, I'm like. Did you get not back not uh no 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 it's not that it's not that wild. Uh, Elliot Elliot only cares about the back knee. Yeah. Um, but like I like the whole time I was like I gotta get more shredded I gotta get more shredded I gotta yeah. get more shredded and then I started doing comedy. So that means I started drinking food. a lot more beer. Yeah. And no one wants food. a shredded yeah, yeah. comedian. Because I was right. I was technically doing comedy back then, but this is when I moved to UCB. And so I was like, every night, you yeah, know, yeah. you get like obsessed with comedy when you yeah, start. Yeah. So every night I'm out drinking beers, eating, drinking beers, eating, gain all this weight back. And I'm looking back at these old pictures. I was like, I look so good. And I never appreciated it. Mm. I never yeah. once appreciated it. I, and like, you know, admittedly had like a slight dysmorphia. And I still oh, kind yeah. of like low-key have it now but like uh, it's funny because when you post pictures that are like thoughty you call it out yeah and I, we've talked about it because i've always said because you'll see pictures that i've reposted of like insta days yeah. that i find to be horrendous oh. or, because they lack a sense of self-awareness yeah and when you do it it does just feel entertaining yeah well because that's because i was like okay if i'm gonna do this again if i'm gonna try and lose weight again then i have to love my body and i'm, I'm gonna just like love my body but also it's a wonderland ridiculous <laughs> and but it, it's it's and I, the way i kind of wrote it is it's ridiculous but it's like a part of our culture yeah, like as yeah. much as we want to like shit talk it th uh, thirst traps are everywhere like i yeah. see it that happen is, that is like, instagram yeah, now yeah. being single 
cool. I've seen, I've seen the like, yeah. oh, someone texted me and then immediately post like a sexy pic and was like, oh, you want to text back? Correct. And I fall into it every time. I'm every like, time. So what's up with you done? Yeah. 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 But like, it, it is fascinating with straight dudes though because it, it's what it, what used to be very much a queer aesthetic. Yeah. Of sort of like getting it for the straight because men will respond immediately yeah. to like a sexual thirst. Oh yeah. But now straight men are kind of getting into the game, and I think women are getting on board. Yeah. With, oh, yeah. Because your market is to impress women. Yeah, but no, the ratio is there are a lot of gay men in my DMs. Yeah. But I, it's so funny because some there are, like, you know, just, like, fucking, I think, like, hyper-toxic masculinity and scare woke dudes, like, is the idea. Like, one thing is, like, I've seen other straight men, like, they'll post a thirst trap and then get all bent out of shape if, like, a gay man comes, like, oh, Hodgson's like, what the fuck, dude? It's like, if you're gonna put uh, yeah. it out there, I, you gotta catch it all. Yeah, and just, also, I don't care. Like, I like well, to... yeah, I because like you to... touched a dick back <laughs> in Catholic school. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's what it is, because I was going to the Golds on Coal, which, I don't know if you've been to the Golds on Coal, but the Golds oh, on yes. Coal yeah, is the gay gold. Oh, like, straight, uh, they, they have it locked there's nothing that's a gym here in Los than Angeles. being in that gym <laughs> oh. the the week before Pride Week. People Dude. are getting it fucking Dude, did you in. say better, nothing yeah. better? Better. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing yeah. worse. Yeah. worse. Because <laughs> no, you just see you because you see people on a mission. You know they're yeah. like, oh, I'm about to turn the fuck up next week, so I need mm. to like get shredded. It's so scary. This has been so fun. We yeah, could do this so all much. fucking oh, night. Yeah. This is great. Where can people follow you on the internet? Oh, you can follow me at <laughs> if you, so I know I, there's so much I want to Where talk can about. We see the D? <laughs> you can follow me Ify Wadiway, I F Y N W A D I W E on Twitter and Instagram. Uh and if D's on Twitch if you're into that. Do are y'all friends with Christopher Smith Bryant? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's my gamer homie. So oh. I'll show him some oh. love too if y'all were interested I'm in that start gamer. I'm twitching cover. you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please do. If you have any questions for real for real I'm gonna DM hit you. me up. Yeah. I yeah. I love Twitch and I love getting people into Twitch. Yeah. And the more the more diverse different folks are on there than like straight gonna... white dudes with blue hair. Yeah. Like the better the platform. I'm gonna Twitch and drag. Is. I'm gonna Twitch and drag. Oh, also, yeah. That would, yeah. I'm telling you, it's already popping. I'm going to tweet Also, popping, so. also <laughs> your little daughter, Nomi, is the cutest oh, human being. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. On the face of this earth. Uh, yeah, send I her just, love. I, <laughs> I will send her all the love. She's very, like, she has. It's so funny because she is fully taken on like, oh no, nah, I'm I'm definitely that bitch. Like if you take <laughs> a picture of her, she always puts her hand she's on her really hip. Oh, she knows. Like, Who she taught knows her, her angle? Yeah, yeah. You did with those body pics. <laughs> Thank she's you. She's like, Ify. I learned it from watching you, Dad. <laughs> You're right. And another thing. So Robin Crawford, who was the longtime assistant and friend and rumored. I hate saying lover, but, you right. know, girlfriend. I had a lover. To, to Whitney Intimate Houston. Intimate companion. Intimate companion. She came out recently with a book called A Song for You, My Love with Whitney, My Life with Whitney Houston. Uh-huh. And um, uh, Alan and I had both both watched an episode, an episode of uh, her interview with Wendy Williams. And it was fascinating because, well, I should preface this by saying that there's this article um, by um, Miles Johnson in The Advocate that basically posits the idea that Whitney Houston died from homophobia. Well, I don't buy. Well, yeah, sure. The the idea being that her that basically homophobia caused her to keep the relationship with Robin a secret, which then fueled drug use, which then put her child in danger, and then pushed her toward an abusive relationship with Bobby sure. Brown. Yeah. And so the idea, he says, that people put themselves and their loved ones in an array in an array of compromising positions are in order to relieve the pain of not being able to live authentically. Mm-hmm. 
I also don't know. I mean, that's it's a, a big statement to make about someone who we I don't think that's know. For, yeah, exactly. And I also think it's forcing the idea that a person has to choose gay, lesbian, bisexual, or transgender as an identity necessarily when in reality, like I think for someone like Whitney Houston, I do think there was a really intimate relationship there. I don't think Whitney Houston necessarily ever thought of herself as a lesbian, but I do think there is a world in which Whitney Houston lived ostensibly a straight life while at the same time having this really deeply emotional, committed relationship with yeah. this friend that was also female, but it wasn't about gender. It was about the connection yeah. that you had that was probably romantic in some ways. Yeah, and the way- it sounds Ro very Eleanor Roosevelt. No, it, but it is. <laughs> it I, is. No, that's exactly it, I think, in that- I think if Eleanor Roosevelt probably lived in this day and age, she might have been out and lesbian, and, sure. And with Whitney. And possibly, <laughs> well, and possibly with Whitney, sure. But like, but <laughs> I love that we're comparing the two. But but it is, but it is, it is really interesting to, because when I watched that interview with Wendy Williams, I got it. It felt like, I, and she never really even says. I did not get it. I got it. That this woman was like, we had something that couldn't be described that couldn't be labeled le a lesbian relationship or a French or it just it was more than all of those words that labels applied to it it was this emotional connection yeah you sex know? is only a part we of a relationship sex yeah not, you know what or touching I, only it, a part it, of a relationship it was it was just embracing everything that we had shared yeah and and it was our moment yeah no one else was there but maybe the creator so as an outsider, as someone who didn't watch that interview, yeah. I and I and and forgive me, Robin. And did no research. I did not. Forgive me, Robin. I will admit I did not over research this topic. But for someone, forgive me, Robin. But I guess when I hear something like that, I guess my brain just goes to this person is basking in the attention that Looking they can to make get money. when no one is around to to refute. So. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great and point. I, I don't know enough to even back that up. I'm just saying that's yeah. that's what my brain says when of it's course. a famous person. I think person anybody would think that well, for the most if, part. If that but... was the case, she could have written a book that said, "Bobby stole my woman." Like she could have written a really salacious yeah, book, it's... and she really didn't. Well, that's what. So, so this is what I found odd about the the interview, and and I've been lapping up this stuff for years. When I was fascinated with this years ago, before it was like. It's like people say Dolly Parton's a lesbian. It's uh -huh. like, come yeah. on, guys, really? <laughs> she has really? Big, she has tattooed sleeves. That doesn't make her a lesbian. But she's tattoos. Yeah, yes, all over tattooed her. sleeves. But she, you don't see her arms ever, and yeah. people are like, she's but gay. If you, and if you Google, it. you'll see images of people pointing out her. Brent's tattoos. like already like on the way out, yeah. already googling. I this do. Stuff. She's covered Love in tattoos. Dolly Parton. She's, she's great. Covered in tattoos. So, so with Robin, she <laughs> in the interview that we both saw. <laughs> I found her to be so so weirdly evasive about the sort of the the nuts and bolts of the stuff where Wendy was basically being like trying to ask her outright like when did you start like when when did your friendship become more than a friendship and she spoke in these sort of ethereal uh sort of like Tr mm. a, a, a vague Bad sign. No, yeah, was, I think it's actually but, a sign to your point, is that she's not out for money. Because if she was out, I don't for think money, she's out for money, if no. she was out for money and the attention, she'd go deep into that. No, but I, she's yeah. not. She's protecting the relationship she had. Yeah, I, Or she's protecting someone fact-checking her. I think, I mean... What I, are they going to do? Sue her? At that point, it's like you have to prove that she's lesbian. I think it's just fascinating because she's... 
it's not that she's looking. I don't. I don't find her to be some sort of like snake oil salesman selling the, the story for money. It does seem to be born from love yeah. and mm. intimacy, and not nothing. Nothing really salacious. Yeah. She speaks of it as like a, almost like they were like two teenagers, kind of, you know, feel, feeling this romance and not mm. really knowing what it was. But I think also what happens is, I don't know if it's homophobia that killed her, but clearly the 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 impact of religion and her family and you religion in what way well her i mean they were deeply religious her mom was like sissy yeah. houston like they were know, baptist very right? very religious yeah. yeah and i think that probably had a lot to do with it because whitney was a very it was a church going girl well, and well well not yes and no i mean if you if you i did read some of what robin was talking about and then also some back stuff that you know, people who back up a lot of what she's saying, Robin's saying, that Whitney was, yeah, she grew up in the church, of course. That's where her singing really started. But her family wasn't necessarily, like, evangelical. No, but Sissy and, was not and down Sissy with— Sissy was not down with, with Robin at all. But Whitney did rebel. She was, yeah. like, a girl who kind of did crazy shits on the streets yeah. of New Jersey where she grew up. And she was, when she got into music and— she was famously booed at the BET Awards because people thought she was acting wasn't, white. Right, she wasn't black and enough. So she was, I think, if anything, it was this idea of her being manipulated, similar to Michael Jackson, her being manipulated to be something that she never really was. Yeah. Be it. I think so, too. Whatever you can label they it. They pushed her to, to Bobby Brown, of all things. Well, and she, I mean, and, and like, I think that's the, the most famous moment from that interview with Wendy Williams when Robin said when she asked about that wedding and she was her bridesmaid or mm -hmm. whatever her maid of and honor. she said she played the part basically mm -hmm. that she 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 knew it was a bad idea she never was on board with Bobby but Whitney loved Bobby yeah. what Bobby gave Whitney was something that Robin could never give Whitney and yeah. it was this weird three way yeah really it's really fascinating it and is. and and I and I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily agree with the author who says that homophobia killed her but yeah. I think might be a bit yeah, extreme. but I think there's demons in that whole story, mm -hmm. and, and it's also I remember learning this in college. Uh, gay men who come out of the closet live longer lives than people who st remain in the closet their whole lives because of stress, huh. probably. Yeah. yeah, wow, that's the, fascinating. Let's hold it. I mean, I think for me, like part of what got when I got cancer a couple years ago was stress. I was had so much stress leading up in my life at that point that like I think it. I think my body reacted to it. And Literally I think every happens. Jew would agree with you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but Robin, the other thing with Robin, too, is that it's like what's fascinating. Another part of it is that obviously it's the mid 80s, the early to mid 80s. And it's not quite, you know, it's not an era of necessarily yeah. you know, positivity yeah. around gay people. And Robin from Go was very butch. Yeah. Like in the interview, very I was like, so. am I looking at Michelle? N she looked like Michelle Nadeggiacello. <laughs> you know, okay. I, yeah, I just was like, the way you said some... that name, A, without screwing it up, <laughs> and B, like being like, everyone's gonna go, yeah, everyone's yes, gonna know, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. What would your aunt say? Brent, what would your aunt Ramona say about something she heard on today's episode? Back in the 90s, when I did, when I did Jazzercise, I also took EC Stacks. <laughs> <laughs> um, my aunt Joanne would say, I wouldn't care if Whitney Houston was gay. Wouldn't make one bit 
of difference. <laughs> and I'd be proud of her for saying that. The How about Aunt Anne? Future. Um, my Aunt Anne would say, wait, I, Twitch? I should be on Twitch now? I, I can't. <laughs> I've had a Twitch in my eye for years. I need to do that glaucoma check. But <laughs> Thanks for listening. I'm Elliot Glazer. I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. Star Bands Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.